This is Indian Art History by Mash Podcast. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Mash Podcast and this is Indian Art History. And I am your host Ayushi. We will be moving beyond and into the culturally laden world of Awadh, which came in between the falling Mughal Empire and the rising British colonial era. The deep gashes of history have mired the standing structures and culture of Awadh as something that once was. Over the years, its politics have often changed the cultural landscape of the region. There are parts of Awadh that still pose with old houses, sporting Nawabi architecture, and a collection of paintings and photographs now distilled into the various international collections. Awadh region was a group of provinces in Uttar Pradesh in erstwhile India. Lucknow, Faizabad, Fatehpur, Kheri, etc., were a part of Awadh. In 13th century, Awadh was incorporated as an administrative province of the Delhi Sultanate. By 1580, it became part of Akbar's Mughal Empire. This land was rich in nutrients, making it suitable for agriculture, and this made it an asset to be acquired. The long political ties with the Mughal Empire seated in Delhi set the cultural tone, influences, and aspirations of Awadh. In the painting Muhammad Shah with courtiers painted in circa 1730 the historians have identified Saadat Khan as one of the courtiers by the late 18th century the Awadh culture got more defined and distinct Saadat Khan was appointed as the governor of Awadh in 1722 he controlled the land from Delhi he appointed his nephew and son-in-law Saftar Jung as his successor This also made him the first governor to appoint his own successor for the post. Saadat Khan and Saftar Jung were of Iranian descent who followed the Shia Muslim tenets yet looked upon the Sunni Mughal culture and rivaj. Saftar Jung took the falling of Mughal power to his advantage and established Awadh as an independent state. This particular Mughal and Iranian mix of origins led to an aesthetic style particular to Awadh. This was also the time when it offered more trade riches to the East India Company. This led to many foreign mercenaries, artists, art dealers, engineers, architects, etc., etc., finding a home within the confines of Lucknow and Faizabad. The European sentiment eventually got mixed with the evolving Awadhi aesthetic. So basically to cut it down into sizable morsels the arts of Awadh were inspired by Delhi Europe and Iran During Nadir Shah's invasion and loot of Delhi a number of patrons and artists moved to the provinces of Faizabad and Lucknow and other provinces of Awadh The cultural authority of Delhi however superseded both Saadat Khan and Saftar Jung for the greater parts of their lives stayed in Delhi and chose Delhi as their burial places as well the later nawabs very much followed the practices and traditions of mughals in 1764 nawab shuja ud-daula made faizabad as his capital and like any other capital faizabad was a bustling town of important people from around the world 
people came here to make money. Nawab Shujaudola was quite a fan of artist Tilly Kettle's work and soon arranged a meeting with him. Tilly Kettle produced eight paintings for Shuja, comprising portraits of himself and his sons along with some military officers and a female dancing professional. These paintings are brilliant in the study of depth, proportions and create a sufficient amount of drama. Tilly Kettle also commissioned a local artist whose name is not known, while he asked the local artist to render a watercolor image of Tilly painting Shuja and his 10 sons. So there appears the Nawab and his 10 sons twice, once posing as the muse and once being painted by Tilly onto his canvas while Tilly painted. Names of a lot of local artists such as Mihir Chand, Meer Kalan Khan, Khunhar and Nidhamal keep surfacing during this time. Their names often appear either corresponding with English businessmen about completion of some commission work or finishing the artwork or bringing it to the dealers and nawabs. One such correspondence between a Swiss sajjan, Swiss man, uh, Antoine Polier, Shuja's chief engineer and Mihir Chand, an artist from Faisalabad is known. These conversations were generally transactional and often demanded artwork on time. They also complained when the artists were not able to deliver on the deadline. Sometimes the artists complained about the lateness in payment. I guess this has been a long-serving relationship between the artists and the buyers. Polier built a collection of album paintings which he sold most of them before leaving India. The front-facing portraits had gained a massive popularity and were a feature of European intervention. Before this, profile and quarter profiles were more in trend, but the front-facing paintings were a game changer. It gave the subject of the painting to directly gaze into the eyes of the viewer, commanding confidence and power. Eleven years later, his son. Asafuddaula Shuja's son Asafuddaula took charge and moved the capital back to Lucknow. The company painting traditions were at their peak at this time. Along came Claude Martin, a pirate turned businessman. To make matters interesting, he was a Frenchman who joined the East India Company when Pondicherry fell. He was made in charge of the Lucknow arsenal and to his delight, he acquired mighty wealth during this time. And to our delight, he commissioned several paintings of flora and fauna. These paintings give a macro view of the finer details of the immaculate bodies of birds, plants, and animals. The backgrounds often appear small and distant in these paintings, but with its finer details, nonetheless. The single point perspective was much more popular and liked. He also built his fancy residence Constantia which was later turned into a school for boys as his will says The school for boys is Lamartnia which also has its branches in Calcutta and in France The Avadh rulers proclaimed their power by collecting European artwork and objects Later on the coronation ceremony also happened in the style of the British royalty The Nawabs are also known to have constructed Imam Badas, a place where they kept the Tazia. Tazia is a replica of the mausoleum of Imam Hussain. They built many Imam Badas over the time, and the Imam Badas are technically a South Asian Shiite invention. 
one of the popular imambaras in lucknow which is also a labyrinth of sorts is called the bada imambara which was probably built as a famine relief project next to this complex is the western gateway which is called the rumi darwaza the gateway is adorned intricately with floral designs and even floral buds are coming out from its upper arch the erstwhile art of avadh has often been attracted to the floral patterns and some even see the presence of the patterns of fish which often appear in the terms machhi on various spots in delhi thank you so much for listening